We have been called to reach this generation with the love and gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, Bishop Peter is obeying this higher call by preaching and teaching the word of God, both in Kenya and in many other nations of the world, supporting the weak and encouraging the broken-hearted. He and his wife Faith founded Overcoming Faith Church, which is involved in evangelism, church planting, leadership training, family enrichment programs and equipping the saints to serve. In their passion and love for the weak and neglected, they have established Happy Life Children's Home for Abandoned Babies, Happy Life Christian School and recently Jesse K. Children's Hospital. Thanks to the many friends and partners who have come along to make this happen. Glory and praise to our God. Faith to build. This season we are focusing on faith and uh, it's important to understand that what the scripture says that without faith is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11 and verse 6. So we please God because we are walking by faith. We live by faith and that's how we please God. And I said our foundation scripture was uh, Hebrews 3 and verse 4 that says every house is built by someone. And of course here the word house is not just a house as we know, but everything that has been built is built by someone. Whether it's a ministry, institution, company, corporation, family, it's built by someone. And therefore, but, but again he says, but God is the builder of everything. So in other words, God already finished the work. He built what he wanted to build. What he had in mind. But he has now put everything else in us. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is that God is not building companies. The companies are in you. Businesses, corporations are in you. Can I hear an amen? amen? Hallelujah. Families are in you. So God is not building anything. He already finished his work. Glory to God. He's already. So we need to now begin to exhibit and, and, and show what is already in us. And we begin to manifest what's already in us. Hallelujah. Like, you know, the Apostle Paul says that uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I believe you can also do all things. Or oh, some of you don't believe. I believe you can do all things. Hallelujah. You can accomplish great things through Christ who strengthens you. Hallelujah. And then the Bible says our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or even imagine according to the power at work in come on say in me so there is a power at work in you to do great things to do exploits can you put your hand on your chest and say in me there is power to succeed in me there is power to do exploits in me there is power to build in me 
there is potential to do all things in Jesus' name. And I said, number one, you build a strong foundation. For every house you build, you have to build a strong foundation. A house will stand because there is a strong foundation. Number two, I said, uh, connect everything you build with the house of God. And we saw in the book of Haggai 1 and verse 4, God said, whatever you are doing out there in your houses is not blessed because you are not connecting it with my house. Hallelujah. In other words, God is saying, when you build my house, I will build whatever you are building out there. If you want to succeed out there, be successful in here. Can I hear an amen? Number three, prepare adequately. I said it's important. You take time to prepare. We saw how David took time to prepare to build the temple. Count the cost. Prepare spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, physically, and all that. It's good to take time to prepare. There are many people who fail. Many people who do not succeed because they do not prepare. Glory to God. Preparation is important. Preparation is key. Anything, anything you want to build, prepare. If you want to build a good, successful family, then you must prepare. Even as a young man, as a young woman, prepare for your family right now. Don't prepare when you get there. If you know you have a journey tomorrow to go to Nigeria, to go to America, Canada, to go to Zika, to go to Meru, then you begin to prepare right now. Hallelujah. You get your documents ready. You get your, your ticket. You get whatever it is you need. You pack your clothes. If you're going to stay for a time, you prepare according to where you are going. Can somebody say prepare? So it's important, I said, to prepare adequately. And I want to go now to point number four, which talks about details. And I want to say, details are important. Well, it's good to begin by seeing the whole picture or the big picture, but it's, it's important to break it down to the fine details. And I want us to look at first Kings chapter 6 because there are many people who do not succeed because they were not attentive to details. They were not keen on the small things. First Kings chapter 6. The Bible says in the, uh, in the 480th year of Israelites had come out of Egypt in the fourth, uh, fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, the man of Ziv, the second month, he began to build the temple of the Lord. So we are given details and a bit of background that he began, Solomon began to build the temple of the Lord. Look at verse 2. Look at verse 2. The temple that King Solomon built for the Lord was 60 cubits long, 20 wide, and 30 high. Even when you want to build a house and it's going to cost 
you know, three million shillings. And, and, and all you want, you're asking somebody, just tell me how much, just tell me. I don't want the other details. Just tell me how much, how much. No, 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 no. Don't just be interested with knowing how much. It's good to know how do you arrive at how much. Does that make sense? Amen? So we are given even the length of this house. The portico at the front of the main hall of the temple extended the width of the temple. That is 20 cubits and projected 10 cubits from the front of the temple. Now, he is going to give us details of lengths. And, uh, and some of you may wonder, why is this in the Bible? Why, why do we need to know the cubits and the lengths? And if today may be, how, why do we need to know the measurements, the, the, the feet and the meters and all that? Details are important. Hallelujah. He made narrow crestry uh, uh, windows in the temple. Uh-huh. Look at verse 5. Against the walls of the main hall and inner sanctuary, he built a structure around the building in which there were side rooms. Do you begin to visualize? Now, it's, it's when you're given details, you begin to visualize how this temple or how it looked like. Otherwise, we can say, oh, the temple was great. It was wonderful. It's wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing super. You know, I'm doing super. But they don't like going to the details. Glory to God. The lowest floor was five cubits wide. The middle floor was six cubits. And the third floor was uh, seven he made offset uh, ledges around the, the outside of the temple so that nothing would be inserted into the temple walls. Okay? In building the temple, only blocks dressed at the quarry were used. So we even told, well, at the mawe ya kwale, ila ilijenga. Sasa nashidwa, kwa nini wanatuambia hii maneno yote? Please help me tell your neighbor details. Do not ignore details. Hallelujah. There are some houses that corrupt because they ignored details. There are homes that do not succeed because they ignored details. Details are important. Hallelujah. And no hammer. Chisel. Chisel. Or any other iron tool was had at the temple site while it was being built. They did not even hear any sound of hammer or chisel because the stones came when they were ready from the quarry. Hallelujah. They came prepared. We are talking about details. The entrance to the west floor was on the south side of the temple. A stairway led up to the middle level and from there to the third. Uh-huh. So he built the temple and completed it, loafing it with the beams and cedar planks, even the roof. Hallelujah. We are told, we are given the details. How was it roofed? And he built the side rooms all along the temple, the height of which was five cubits, and they were attached to the temple by beams of cedar. There are families that do not succeed. There are people who plan marriage and weddings and all that. But because they do not go to details, they do not succeed. Hallelujah. All the young people say amen. 
If you're going to marry a young lady, a young man, it's good, it's good to look for some details. Hallelujah. Knowing their name is not enough. Saying you are so beautiful, it's not enough. Oh, you look wonderful. You look magnificent. You look what? That's not, those are not details. That is general. Sometimes general information will not help you. You need to know some details. Hallelujah. How do they behave when they are angry? Those are now details. Glory to God. How, how, do, they be, how do they react to situations? Those are some details. Amen. The word of the Lord came to Solomon. Uh-huh. As for this temple you are building, if you follow my decrees, carry out my regulations, and keep all my commands and obey them, I will fulfill through you the promise I gave to David, your father. Remember, God has said, the temple you will build, it is according to the design I've already revealed. That's why details are important, because our God is a God of details. Amen? Even the temple that Moses built, Moses was told, build at the temple according to the design that I revealed unto you. And actually he gave him all the details, including colors. Hallelujah. And now we will live among the Israelites and we will not abandon all, uh, abandon my people Israel. So Solomon built the temple and completed it. He lined up interior walls with the cedar balls, paneling them uh, from the floor of the temple to the ceiling and covered the floor of the temple with the planks of pine. Those are details. He petitioned off 20 cubits at the rear of the temple with the cedar boughs from floor to ceiling to form within the temple in the inner sanctuary, the most holy place. The main hall in front of this room was 40 cubits long. Uh-huh. That's the main hall. The inside of the temple was uh, cedar carved with the gourds uh, and open flowers. Okay, are you see? I want you to visualize those things as we read them. Everything was cedar. No stone was to be seen. Mawe nafunikwa nambawa ya cedar. It's called cladding. Uh huh. He prepared the inner sanctuary within the temple to set the ark of the covenant of the Lord there. Uh huh. The inner sanctuary was twenty cubits long, twenty wide, and twenty high. He overlaid the inside with the pure gold and he also overlaid the altar of cedar. Solomon covered the inside of the temple with the pure gold. Hallelujah. Because I like the, the, the way these people are giving to God. Anything they were doing for God, they gave God the best. They did not just bring the coated, they brought pure gold. And he extended gold chains across the front of the inner sanctuary, which was overlaid with the gold. So he overlaid the whole interior with the gold. That's a lot of gold. He also overlaid with the gold the altar that belonged to the inner sanctuary. Everything was gold. Hallelujah. Gold is the highest. So they were giving God the highest. Hallelujah. Our God deserves the highest. He deserves the highest praise, the highest worship, the highest service, the highest sacrifice. Hallelujah. Give God the best and he will give you his best. Amen. In the inner sanctuary, he made a pair of cherubim of olive wood, each 10 cubits high. 
One wing of the first cherubim was five cubits long. Now he goes even to tell us how big the cherubims were. These are instruments of worship. And the, the other wing was five cubits, ten cubits from wingtip to wingtip. You know, you can actually make these things from these measurements, okay? Because it's properly described. You know, that's how God wants us to be. He wants us to understand very clearly how he works, how he operates, so that we can fit everything where it belongs. Amen? That's why we need to study the word and read the word and pray and seek God until we understand all the details, the minor and the major details. Can I somebody say amen? The second cherubim was measured 10 cubits for the, uh, the two cherubims were identical in size and shape. The height of each cherubim was 10 cubits. Uh -huh. He placed the cherubim uh, inside the innermost room of the temple with, the, with their wings spread out. The wing of the one cherubim touched one wall while the wing of the other touched the other wall and their wings touched each other in the middle of the room. Hallelujah. He overlaid the cherubim with the gold. If you want to build something great, if you want to build a wonder, have you ever looked at a building, even in Nairobi, in the city, and the way it looks like you wonder, wow, wow, who came up with this? How did they design it? How was it built? Oh, look at this. Because you are looking at the details. If this church is going to, to manifest what God you know, wants us to manifest, if this church will go to where God wants us to go, we must be careful with the details. Glory to God. If you go to a, to a de dentist and they are cleaning your teeth or they are working on your teeth, they don't just go there and say, pra, pra, imekwisha, go home. No, they are keen to the, because some things you need to look at. The I've had people who go to the theater and they are being operated on and they are there for 10 hours because the doctors are keen. They look at the minor details. There's a small vein. There's something small here. We need to look at it. We need to see how does this work. And, and if you're not careful, things will be messed up. Details. We are not keen. And we are missing out. God wants us to go back to the details. That's why when they were feeding, Jesus was feeding the 5,000 one of the things he was interested with was details. It is recorded there were 5,000 without counting men and women and children. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and you know what? Jesus said, arrange them in groups of 50s. Somebody shout details. Jesus was interested with details because details helps us with the management. If we are not keen on details. We are not good managers. God is a God of details. That's why Solomon, Moses, everybody, they had all the details in what they were doing. We need to go back to details on the walls or around the temple. In both the inner and the outer rooms, he carved the cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers. Uh -huh. He also covered the floors of both the inner and the outer rooms of the temple with the gold. For the entrance of the inner sanctuary, he made doors of olive with a five-sided jam. And on the two olive wood doors, he carved cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and overlaid the cherubim and palm trees with beaten gold. Not just gold, but beaten gold. In the same way, he made four-sided jams 
of olive wood for the entrance to the main hall. That sounds to you like a repetition, but it is details. Amen? <laughs> some things have, you know, something will be repeated in the details. <laughs> Hallelujah. I like this. Glory. Glory to God. He also made two pine doors, each having two leaves that turned in sockets. Uh-huh. He carved cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers on them and overlaid them with gold, hammered evenly over the carvings. Uh -huh. And he built the inner courtyard of three courses of dressed stone and one course of trimmed cedar beam. The foundation of the temple of the Lord was laid in the fourth year in the month of Ziv. That's why we have years, months, weeks, uh, days, hours, minutes, seconds, micros, all those are details. Hallelujah. In the 11th year, in the month of bull, <laughs> the 8th month, not just the year, but the 8th month, the temple was finished in all its details. In all its, the word is even there, in all its details, according to its specifications. If you don't like details, you don't like specifications. Hello? You don't like them. He has spent seven years building it. How long? How long did it take? Now, you can't build something for seven years if you are not careful about details. Amen? You cannot. If you're building something for seven years, you have to be keen on details. I pray that we will be people that appreciate details. If you are leading a team, if you are planning an event, if you are leading a church, a ministry, whatever it is we are doing, even in family at home, that we appreciate details. Amen? Our God is a God of details. He loves details. Look at the world. Look at how he created everything. There's, there's so much, a lot of details. And that's my prayer. For all of us. Some people fail in whatever they are trying to build. Because they do not care about the details. Hallelujah. All they want to see is a bigger picture. Some of you just want to enjoy the cake. But in the cake there is a lot of details. In the cake we have the flour. We have what? Water. We have sugar. We have milk. We have butter, we have eggs, we have baking powder, we have, huh? I mean, you can count them. I mean, you, you, you look at just one thing, but there's a lot of details. Amen? So if you're going to come up with that nice cake, you don't just come with the flour and say, I want a cake. No, you have to think, what, are, what, are, what do I need to bring together? If you're going to build a house, think, what am I supposed to bring together? Who are the people, the professions I need to bring together? If I'm going to build a strong company with a good foundation, what are the details that I need to look for? What are the regulations? What are the, what are the, what are the statutory requirements? What do I need to look for in building this company? Glory to God. I say glory to God. Some people even have started business, but they don't, all they thought was, uh, I go buy some 
uh, unga, make mandazi and put them across the road and people will come and buy. And then kajo wanakuja, wanafagia yote. Because you didn't think or ask what is required. For me to sell a mandazi here, what am I required to have? No, it's you who did not look at the details. Did you think about the license? Did you think about the approvals? Did you think about what do I need? What are the preparations needed? We are talking about details. Let me tell you, it may sound like, I don't know, a simple message or a complicated one. But let me tell you, if you get that and run with that, and you take care of details in your life, you will see a lot of changes in your life. You will see success in your life. Glory to God. The pilots take years and years to study. Why? Because flying a flight requires you to be careful on so many, a lot of details. If you go to the cockpit, Mahali Pilot Yanaka, you will look at that and you will wonder, what are all these hundreds of buttons? What are they for? But somebody went to school to know when I'm doing this, I'm placing this. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Let me say this in closing. When you understand the details, you eliminate a lot of worries and anxiety. Amen? Because you understand the details. You understand how things work. Glory to God. You understand how these systems work. You understand how ministry works. You understand how family works. But when you don't understand, it's like you're always pressing the wrong button. Amen? You're engaging the wrong gear. It's like you're driving on the highway and then you put a reverse gear and the car, the engine crashes, the gearbox crashes because you are not keen to understand how do these details work to get what you're looking for. So it takes time. Train yourself. Seek to understand how the details work. Can I hear an amen? Will you be keen on details? Amen. I pray from now we'll not see people in the church, in business, in ministry, just doing things for the sake. Throw things up here, up and about. Because they were not keen on details. From now we will be seeking to know how things work. Father, we worship you. We honor your name because you are the God of details. And I pray, oh God Almighty, as we leave this place today, we will be keen to be careful about the details, about what you have given us. Some of us have failed. We did not succeed because we neglected the details. When we see Solomon and David and Moses and others, when they were building the temple, they were careful to look at the details. They were careful about the measurements, the colors, the dimensions. Lord, help us from today. In everything you have called us to build, help us, our God, to be keen on the details. In the name of the Lord. We worship you, Father. As I release your people, I release them with a blessing. I pray, oh God, that you will watch over them. You will bless their lives, bless their families this week. I pray as you leave this place, the Lord will watch over you. The Lord will bless you. The Lord will bless the work of your hands this week. The Lord will bless your family. The Lord will bless you in all you do that you will succeed. You'll be like the tree planted by the water. You will not dry. You will bring forth fruit in the season and out of season. I pray that God will revive everything that concerns you this week. 
in the name of Jesus. The blessing of the Lord is upon him. In the mighty name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a praise as you receive his blessing. As you receive his blessing. Come on, celebrate. Let's finish the service with a celebration. With a celebration of what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. Let's pray for all the people out there. Father, I pray for your people listening or watching this program. Lord, I pray. Let the power of God reach them, touch them, change their lives. Some that have been oppressed by the enemy. I decree your victory right now over the powers of darkness. The Lord sets you free in the name of Jesus. And those of you who have never given your life to Jesus, let's pray for everybody who, who is now desiring to give their lives to Jesus. Oh, the Lord loves you. You don't have to do anything. He did it all for you. You can give him your life now. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I am a sinner. Forgive my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. If you have prayed that simple prayer, you are born again. Call us, send us a message. Tell us what the Lord has done for you. Amen. Let's celebrate all the people coming to the kingdom. The Lord loves you. The Lord loves you. The Lord loves you. And we are praying for you. If you are near Thicker Road, opposite Garden City Mall, you see Blessed House. Come to Overcoming Faith Church, OFC. Faith that overcomes the world. Amen. And come and worship with us. First service at 8 o'clock and second service at 10. God bless you and have a great time. Amen. We believe that today's word has richly blessed you. If you have a prayer request, a testimony, or your wish is to simply receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you may call or write to us on 0726-303-934 or 0724-228-403. I repeat... 0726-303-934 or 0724-228-403. Feel free to visit our website on www.ofckenya.church, our Facebook page at Overcoming Faith Church, OFC, and watch sermons on our YouTube channel, OFC Ministries. We invite you to join our live-changing services on Sunday's first service from 8 to 9.45 a.m. and second service from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. and on Wednesdays from 6 p.m. for our midweek services. We are located at Blessed House along Thicker Road right opposite Garden City Mall. And if that's too far for you, not to worry. You may also join one of our other branches near you listed on our website. Welcome to Happy Life Children's Home, a rescue center for abandoned babies and one of our many transformative ministries here at OFC. You may visit Happy Life in Roisambo along Lumumba Drive next to Jessica Children's Hospital and Happy Life Christian School in Jujafam. To support this great work, please forward your contributions to paybill number 880906 and account name Happy Life. That is... Payable number 880906. Account name Happy Life. One of our other rapidly growing ministries is the Jessica Children's Hospital. 
Jessica extends subsidized pediatric services to the community of children around Nairobi and its environs. Find us in Roisambo along Lumumba Drive next to Happy Life Children's Home. We are here because we care. Jessica Children's Hospital, health for body, mind, and soul. For more information on Jessica and Happy Life, please call us on 0714-593-926. I repeat, 0714-593-926. Or visit our website on www.happylifechildrenshome.com. OFC, growing bigger and getting better.